Welcome back to Indefensible New Zealand. This is Season 2, Episode 1, and I'm Simon Ewing Jarvey. Well, the election is done and dusted. The marriage guidance counselling between the governing parties is still going on, and I've had quite a few people asking me, who's going to be the Defence Minister? Who do you think will be Veterans Minister? Well, I've come here today to tell you it doesn't matter. And that might seem a little bit cynical, but let's look at the facts. Defence is, is quite a junior portfolio. It normally sits uh, somewhere around 18 out of the 27 or 28 members of the Executive Council, and Veterans Affairs has from time to time even been a minister outside Cabinet. Now, why is that significant? It's because uh, more junior people in the, in the Cabinet, in the Executive Council, have greater difficulty getting Cabinet to give them new money. Who is likely to get to be the minister? Well, I know that there's a popular sort of pattern of looking to see who's got former uniformed experience. So who's that? Well, Nationals Chris Pink is one. He's served in both the uh, New Zealand and Australian navies. And uh, there's also Shane Retty, um, known as a doctor. And in fact, he was in the Army Reserve as a doctor while he was at medical school in Auckland. Andrew Bailey, currently going through the process of a, uh, a by-election in Port Waikato, but a list MP, is also um, a former New Zealand Army Reserve officer and has also served in the British Army Reserve as well. Penny Simmons, a national MP with a few years of Army Reserve experience under her belt as well. Joseph Mooney, likewise, and he has formerly been the veteran's spokesman for the National Party. A few have asked me about Tim Vandermolen. Now, he was the National Party's uh, spokesman on defence, but look, realistically, after being censured um, by the Privileges Committee uh, before the election, he's unlikely to make it into Cabinet. There's one other MP in the National Party that I know of that has time in uniform, and that's uh, the new MP for Banks Peninsula, Vanessa Wenick. But we need to be realistic and uh, acknowledge that it's very unusual for a first-term MP to become a minister, and I think almost impossible in this particular cycle. So who else is there? Well, there's two former defence ministers in the current government. One is Jerry Brownlee, and the other is Mark Mitchell. Now, Jerry is most likely going to end up being the speaker, and um, Mark Mitchell has uh, shown a much stronger interest in the police portfolio. It's not, un, it's not impossible to hold the police and defence portfolios at the same time, but it would be unwise in terms of separation of state issues. There's also in the ACT Party Nicole McKee. She will undoubtedly become a minister in this government and has been very outspoken on police and firearms and, and gun reform matters. Uh, she could probably do the defence uh, portfolio but it's, a, it's more likely she'll find herself in the police justice correction space. Is there anyone in New Zealand first? I don't see anyone obvious standing up, putting their hand up there. So who am I picking? Well, if I could pick the Defence Minister, I think I'd go for Judith Collins. She's not got any background as in uniform, but heaps of experience as an MP, heaps of experience as a minister. She's tough. And she knows how to wrangle money out of Cabinet. And that, at the end of the day, is what Defence needs. That's why Rod Mark was able to 
uh, get purchases across the line that had been languishing for 10 years in the case of the P8s and the C-130s. It's because New Zealand First had control of the purse strings effectively by their support to the Labour government. Whoever ends up being the minister, I think it's realistic to assume that defence is going to be sidelined for some considerable time. The excuse will be a budget, a review, no visible threat on the horizon, and the most likely reason for uh, this government to change anything along those lines will be pressure from our allies. Well, that's it from me today. If you'd like to send in any questions for the podcast, you can go to the unclairs.com website and use the contacts page. I'd love to hear from you. and look forward to you subscribing, liking, sharing, and coming back to listen for some more of Indefensible New Zealand. Mm-hmm.